0: What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time and the Nick's beat the timberwolves aren't the timberwolves the number one team in the west aren't they That aren't the timberwolves don't they have the second best wins second most wins in the nba isn't that happening well we beat those guys you know that did you know that we beat those guys we beat them 112 to 106. Randall balls out. Ooh, Randall versus Cat. Oh, let's get Cat. Nah, Randall gives you 39 points and nine rebounds on the night. Brunson gives you 16 points in the career high, 14 assists on the night. Dante DiVincenzo, Dante Inferno gives you 15 points and two assists. Critton Grimes, Quentin Grimes gives you 10 points and three rebounds. And the real O. G gives you 17.6 rebounds on the whole hum 50% field goal shooting. I, and the next did the thing right. the, the starting lineup was great. Grimes great. The second quarter was great and we're going to talk about it all. the good, a little bit of the bad, a little bit of ugly, but a lot of good because we beat one of the best teams in the league. And what does that say about us? What does this say about the addition of having a versatile defensive wing that could hit threes and make things easier for everybody on the floor? What does that say? It says says a lot to me. It says that the top teams in this league might have to start looking at it differently. And there might be like a tweak. A tweak. To get things really going in my mind. That's the way I see it. It's only one game. It's only one game. But when we lost to the Timberwolves earlier in the fashion that we lost to the Timberwolves earlier, then we make this move and all of a sudden we're going toe-to-toe with them and we're ahead. And we beat them by in the second quarter, 38-17 to 17 highest point differential by these Knicks this season. You got to look at it and go, things that make you go, hmm. What can happen with this team now but let's get it let's get it man let's get it. i'm ready to talk today i'm ready to talk today uh you already know what it is man shout out to lee escobedo latin assassin espn contributor shout, shout out to d1 boiler college boiler uh my girl ebony and the guy with the stats and the facts ryan g in all right lee man let's go lee what you think about the game, man? What do you think about OG, man? What, what, what's up? What's on your mind, bro?
1: This was the funnest net game to watch in a very long time. I loved all the transition points that we had. I loved how we got out in the break. I love the way Joyce Randall played. Uh, I had a, two tweets directed straight into the third eye of the Randall haters online and live and in person. There are many of them out there. And uh, I'm not talking about people who criticize him, critique this game, point out the negative when it's, it needs to be pointed out those people who hate him regardless we want him off the team we think he's a bad person he's a bad teammate he's a bad player those people it's a bit effy to them happy new year everybody it's <laughs> still that guy he's still him he's still all nba all-star uh he's our best player 2010 and five uh, and i think this year in the playoffs if he can show up i said in the beginning of the season Eastern Conference finals to me are very, very gettable. And we could actually go on a run and maybe even make a Miami's Heat style finals appearance. Don't think we could beat any of the top echelon teams in the West, but I think the East is is ours to eat and eat we shall once postseason comes around. This is an awesome game. Uh, really loved the spacing. I know we're talking about a lot of this, yeah, but I love the spacing that allowed Randall to really feast in the mid range and around the rim. Uh, he was unbelievable. He had really nice, clean lanes to the basket. And people had to respect the shooters on the perimeter, so he saw some single coverage there with Carl Anthony Towns. And when he did, he feasted. Uh, I don't want any pussy cats on my team. I got two pussy cats right here. They're really sweet babies. I love them. <laughs> I don't need a cat. We got enough. We got enough.
0: Yo, we no got, got enough.
2: We got enough.
0: We got enough, man. I have a theory. I have a theory. I have, I have a theory. I have a theory. I'm not going to talk about the theory yet. I'm going to just get everybody's everybody's thoughts on the game and stuff. Ebony, hey, what you think about the game? Did you have your
2: binoculars now for OG? You, you grab him. I'm having technical difficulties, you, know you, know <laughs> you know it. You know it. You know it. You know I was watching, but I like what I saw. I did, I like what I saw. Especially uh, that possession with Ant, and he gave him like two or three moves, and he didn't move anywhere. He mm-hmm. was just looking at him like, you are done? You finish, <laughs> so I like I like that I like it. I also like that 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 clutch three hit. We were down by like I think six, and he hit a three in the corner to make it go down for to, to I mean make it go up to to nine. So yeah, I like what I see, and if we're gonna move the ball that way, I've been preaching that all season. So if we're gonna move the ball, if they had to get rid of. I drive homegrown people for it to happen. Whatever, I'm not going. I'm not going beef about it as long as it's happening. Um, th- this is what I've been talking about with Jalen Brunson. You don't always need to have thirty points. Um, you just get people involved and look. It was fun to watch. It was. It didn't look hard for us until we stopped moving the ball a little bit at that like a fourth quarter, third quarter, in the third quarter kind of. Um, mm-hmm. And also just Julius, this is the Julius that I've been asking for, not just taking over and forcing, but just in the flow of the game. And when we need you to close out and it wasn't boneheaded shots, they were very good shots within the offense. And uh, he just he just showed and it was in the clutch. You know, we, 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 we don't see that much or we've asked for that more for him to show up. When we need him the most, you know, so it was a good sign. And I hope you can carry it over for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, I, I like what I saw with the with the team in general. It's just what I want: maximum effort and and playing like a team. It's it's just fun to watch.
0: Ooh, I want to get into my theory, but I'm gonna let Ryan G go. I want to get Ryan I want to get the assist, the assist word is coming up. Yes, the, the the ball movement word is coming up. Go ahead, Ryan G.
3: <laughs> yeah, I like what I saw today with OG's um first game with the Knicks. Here's the thing. It was surprising to see how the Knicks offense basically changed overnight because the thing with OG adds is not only is he a better three-point shooter, they have to respect his shot, which gives Brunson around more space to operate. OG is also excellent off the ball as well. He's excellent at making cuts to the basket. Like he had at least probably three or four easy baskets just off of cuts alone. Mm-hmm. And, and both him and Dante defense ends are making those cuts to the basket, and then you know guys like Brunson finding them. That makes that makes the offense way more efficient and and it doesn't and it makes the offense a bit more um a bit more, I guess, dynamic in a way where it's like, you know, they're not it's it's not just isolation ball anymore. You now you have guys running now you have guys cutting off the ball, getting easy getting easy shots, and then you have Brunson and guys like that finding them for those easy baskets and easy opportunities. So just seeing that was a breath of, was a breath of fresh air. Because I'm not because I'm like, yo, I wasn't expecting a complete trans. I wasn't I wasn't expecting a complete transformation of the offense overnight like that. I, that. That was amazing. And on top of that, with OG coming in, Timberwolves is a team that has been beating up on the Knicks, you know, for the past couple of seasons because the Knicks don't match up well against the Timberwolves with the with their two twin towers and just basically the team is too, has been too big for the Knicks. But now OG coming in where OG can pretty much guard any any pretty much one to five. It doesn't even matter. This dude was on Anthony Edwards slowing him down. This dude was on Cat slowing him down. And the Knicks haven't had a defender like that since God knows when. I don't know when, when was the last time yeah. the Knicks actually had a defender that can, so, that can guard one to five like Anthony that and Mason? slow down whoever he's going up against. And... I'm telling you, man, like, if this continues, the Knicks are literally one move away with the way the team is looking at the moment. One move away. And if they and if they hit on that move.
1: We outside forever.
0: Yeah, we outside. We, we outside, forever. damn it. We outside Ever. forever. I'm crying. I was crying tears of joy watching him play Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards didn't even see the ball for the whole first quarter. It's like, he he not score until OG went to the bench, dog. He did not. <laughs> but, dog, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into some theories now. There's been a couple of theories, right? First, first, I'm going to get to some concerns. Because a concern that I heard a couple of times from a few people um, was, you know, RJ scores 20 points a game. OG only scores 15 points a game. How are we going to make up those type of points? And in my mind, I'm like, people are looking, are taking points per game. Like apples to apples, like two literally like you, like they, they look at, they look at it like a, like a literal trade machines. Like, okay, if we add 15 points here, then minus, then that equals, like, you have to look at how everything fits within a team concept. So be, it's not the 15 points per game that he just brings like he brings the spacing so with the easiest with the spacing what you get is more efficiency for the other two guys to score with less help and also what you get is when people are doubling they get the ball and also what you get is a guy who's not high usage he spreads the ball around so everybody kind of eats with that 15 points a game and more and easy, easily eats 15 points a game. So even though it's only 15 points a game for OG, like the points per game will raise for should raise for Randall and for Brunson and their percentages should raise because OG is actually in the game providing spacing. And on the flip side of that, defensively. We should be able to hold people to lower points per game because of the defense he provides. So it, it's so it's not just 15 points per game. And when I was reading up on OG and, and looking about what the, what the Raptors, Beat Riders, and stuff were saying, they were saying they were more hurt when OG was let was out the game than when when Scottie Barnes was out the game. They they were themselves were saying they they OG's impact was felt more. So when I was seeing these things, I'm like, I, I was feeling more confident. Like, yo, this this is gonna be the move. This this is gonna be the move. So th- that's what I see that's happening right now. That's why you're looking at the second quarter, and we have like the highest point differential we had this season <laughs> at this point. Once he gets in the game, and it, and he hasn't even practiced with the team yet. This is this is on the plane reading the playbook, uh, walk through, step into the game, and now we busting your ass. Like, that's what that is. Wait wait until he starts to learn teammates. This is basketball instinct. Two, I'm going to get into my assist theory, man. Jalen Brunson, right? I feel like a lot of people have been saying Jalen Brunson doesn't pass the ball. And that is partially right. But I also feel like they kind of confuse that with selfishness sometimes. Where I feel like a lot of times there's two there's two things that happen when he doesn't pass. One, when they have switching defenses, which is why in the fourth quarter you saw our assist numbers drop because they started to switch. And when you switch, people aren't open like when you uh do pick and roll. Like when you pick and roll, when you do pick and roll, you do a pocket pass. There's a there's a two or three second moment when somebody's open and then you've deliver the ball. But when people are switching. Those passes aren't there. The assist numbers go down. And now it's like, all right, our one-on-one guys might have to go to work more because, you know, that that pass that used to be there isn't there anymore. That's why you don't see... That's why in the fourth quarter, you see Dante DiVincenzo shooting threes, but he wasn't really open. He was just shooting threes with people draped all over. Um, but two, the other thing is, leading back to last year, When people were open and he passing the ball, they would clink threes. They would clink. So then you're looking and he's like, he's not passing the ball. It's like, well, they're not making shots. (laughs) This is like assists don't necessarily mean I'm not passing the ball. Sometimes assists means they're not making shots. Now, does, does he have to play? Does he have to learn to throw the lob better? Yes, he's not a good lob passer. Brunson is not a good lob passer. But from what I've seen from Hartenstein, was like okay, he's comfortable throwing a, a pocket pass. He's comfortable throwing it to shooters. He's not good throwing the law pass. But he's not just like I'm a selfish dude who doesn't like to pass the ball. And and that's what, that's the narrative that I saw was floating around. And I felt like it was too, it was too narrow, lacked nuance. And I felt that like there was more going on. And now that we have OG here, and we have Dante here. And we have cutting and shot making. And people who are more competent with the basketball, I, I feel like my theory is going to be is proven right where. The shot makers are going to with the shot makers here, you're going to see his assist numbers go up. And now he has a career high in assists for his first time when we actually have NBA players on the floor. That <laughs> so I this, this is game one. As a case study, I'm going to see more games to see if this continues, but I think a lot of people are going to benefit from this move. Randall, Brunson, Dante, a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> to, to me, the next move really is the bench. I don't, I don't know if anybody wants to respond to that or anything to add or what.
2: Yeah, um, with Brunson, again, I... I a lot of that I agree with, with you. But it was not only the, the type, the, the shots or not hitting the shots. It was the type of shots and passes he gives you. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of times it was just a bailout pass. So to 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 look down, like to not look down, to say, you know, the person wasn't hitting shots, but what kind of sh- again, what kind of shots were they getting? My thing has always been with Brunson is, he, is no setting up easy shots for other people, you know? No setting up anybody, and today we saw that. This is what I've been asking. You saw him setting up easy shots, just layups, just the simple. You see the cutter, you know, um, pass the ball. You know, that's, mm-hmm. the, that's that simple stuff like that. We, we 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 really didn't do that. We missed cutters so much, but today is is a you know a new team. So again, I'm not gonna hop on while we're doing it. Uh, it's it's it, it, we saw it today, and I just hope that it's it's every it's every every um. You know, it's consistent, basically You know, mm-hmm. this is not a, a, a Adrenaline type of win Yeah, I Listen,
0: I I I, man, I don't totally agree Um, He does miss, he does I feel like most of the time he makes a good A good play depending on the flow of the game Who's making shots who's not Like, when Dante was in the game and he's hitting shots He saw Dante, like the, the Dante versus Grimes Thing, to me, was like another like visual of hey I'm trusting this guy I'm giving you more passes
2: I think they just missed Grimes a lot because they did that today so Um, yeah (laughs) again (laughs) we're working on the passing we're not the best at it uh it'll it'll get there we missed a lot of people in the corners shoot we missed Julius Randle opening the corner I don't know how you do that but it happened And, and um uh, that we just you know that 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 happened. I mean, it'll, hopefully it'll get better. Again, I said Brunson is the second year running a team, picking and winning his shots and others and getting others involved. He's still learning. He's still young. Um, today, like I agree with, I saw a, a gamer who channel has said he was making him mad a little bit. And he he was me me too in a little part of the game when he was trying to impose his will. And you don't have it today. Like just continue to get others involved. Today is just not your offensive day. Don't don't yeah. force it.
0: I mean that's the that's the that's the benefit of having Randall. That's definitely the benefit of having Randall because like I said, the fourth quarter switch is when they started to switch defense. They they added um what's the dude they added off the bench started going off with nine point seven? Huh? You talk
3: about McLaughlin?
0: McLaughlin, yeah. When you have the switching defenses, it has to be a lot more creative because those passing windows are a lot smaller. And that's when the iso ball starts to, starts to come. Because he's like, oh, there's no passing windows. I just got to create. And that's when things like that start to happen. So, like, I'm not sure what the answer is to get more open shots with switching, switching defense. But that's what I've noticed for uh, a, a lot of the time with the Knicks. It's happen- like the Toronto Raptors last year, when they switched on us, we was having a hard time doing the same thing. Um, but, yeah. But salute to the chat. We got a bunch of people in the chat. I don't know if anybody else has anything else to add to that.
1: Between the four of us, uh, I am usually the most off the ledge with my optimism and uh, bid swings. Ryan is probably the most conservative. But to hear my main man say we're one move away, let's (laughs) go! Let's go! Listen, I I, want to ask Ryan, one move. I want to know what kind of move, what kind of player do you think is that guy for all of us to be outside
3: forever? Okay, so I'm looking at the Knicks roster. I'm I'm doing it by position. I think at center, you're set with Mitch. Power forward, you're set with Julius Randle. Small forward, you're set with OG. Point guard, you're set with Brunson. So right there, I'm looking at it as like that, that two guard is really the area of concern at the moment for the Knicks. And I feel like if the Knicks can make a move and somehow move Dante back to the bench to strengthen it a bit because you have because you don't have IQ anymore. So you need to strengthen that bench. If you move, if you're able to move Dante back to the bench and replace him with a player who can fit who can fit in that role and is a more prolific scorer, a guy that can facilitate and things of that nature, then I feel like the Knicks would really be in contention. And when I look at who's available at the moment, there's really only one player that sticks out that I feel like if the Knicks can get him, and, and then on top of that, you have to look at the ages as well. Cause if you look at the ages. Mitch is like what, 25, 25 years old. Julius Randle's 29. Brunson, I think 25. Um, OG 26. And the only guy I see right now that's a that that may be available, and the Knicks can probably get him on the cheap is DeJounte Murray. Like, that's the only guy I really see right now where if you slide him into that guard, because the, the way I see it, Yo. I think the reason why it doesn't work in Atlanta is because Trey Young is not as effective off ball. And then with those two guys sharing the sharing the rock, I just feel like it doesn't work. Whereas Brunson is used to going off ball because he's played like, like that with Luka when he was in Dallas. Yo, So you bring in another facilitator in DeJounte Murray, that you know can facilitate the offense sometimes, give Brunson a rest and have him play off ball sometimes, and also facil- facilitate the offense. And also, the good thing about OG is that OG guards multiple positions, so you don't have to. So with Dejounte Murray, you don't have to worry about Dejounte Murray switching onto like right. a three or a right. four to try to guard him. He he could he you could he can only needs to guard his position. So I think and I think when Dejounte Murray guards his position, he's a good defender. Mm. So you so you bring him in. You move Dante back to the bench. I think right now DeJounte Murray, because as his extension kicks in the following season, right now he's only earning like 18 million. So if the so you hope what, what you're hoping is that Atlanta wants to just dump salary. And if that's the case, you can easily just send Fournier in a few picks and bring him in. And you have a solid team right there, solid team of 10 players. Where I feel like if you Man. locked all these guys in, and then on top of these guys are entering their prime. You can definitely contend for years to come, so that would be my move right now based on what I see with the Knicks roster who's available at the moment.
1: Two words. Let's go. Love it, baby. Great choice. Ah.
0: Man, I was really about to get in this game, but... Yeah. I, 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 I might say something that's not popular right now. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer, man. I, I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, when I'm looking at this team and the way we're playing right now, right? I think, all right, this is going to sound crazy, but sometimes players get into a position where they're playing well in their spot and they're playing their role to the biggest potential but because they're not the name, uh, they're being disregarded. I'm kind of i'm kind i want to see more but i'm kind of getting that feeling about dante right now because he's still like a low usage guy and we've seen how it looks when we have three high usage guys on the on in the starting lineup like it gets clunky it doesn't work the assist numbers looks weird like you're fighting for I want to shoot you want to shoot like I feel like putting another high-usage guy in the starting lineup might be... you might start to relive those same problems. Uh, And I feel like it might not be the popular thought, but to me, the biggest need might be a playmaker off the bench. And then maybe he plays with Brunson sometimes depending on the matchups and what's happening. But that movement shooting spacing thing that's giving everybody else room to pass and shoot and cut that Dante's providing right now, I think it's kind of working. <laughs> so I'm, I feel like when we went to the bench today and McBride is on to feel like I feel like McBride is auditioning uh, uh, to see what, how are they going to use them until the trade deadline? But when we went to the bench today and we had, like, those McBride secondary unit minutes and they wasn't working, like, to me, it was obvious, like, this is what needs to be shored up. Because that's when things, that's when they started to chip into the lead. And and if you have a playmaker there, then Brunson can sit longer, he'll be fresher, and then I think things will move 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 along. Now is Dante the long term answer? I don't know, but I don't. It, I'm not like the the theory of three high usage players in the first unit. I'm I'm not sure how that looks.
3: I mean, I could I could rock with that I could rock with that opinion. I mean, because I think at the end of the day. I think the main I think the main component is the bench needs to be strengthened with a player that, like you said, can play make, can score, to rock, et cetera, Because you have to you you have to replace quickly's production off the bench. So yeah, I think I think so. I think it's a matter of okay, if you can bring in a player that can come off the bench and can be that playmaker and provide that spark, then I think it could work out as well. Because yeah, you with the way the starting lineup is, the starting lineup is like a well-oiled unit if it, if they continue to play the way they've been playing you know from this game on but also at the same time I'm like I think I think the Knicks have multiple ways to go about it because if you can also replace Dante in the starting lineup and have him move to the bench that strengthens the bench as well right so so it's so even if it's not a high usage guy like Murray for example if he can move if you can move a guy into that second unit that can give that same impact that Dante does yeah just that you know he's a I guess a player who's like more impactful in a way that it could still work out. So, I mean, I, I there's, there's several ways to go about it, but I, but I still think whether it's that playmaker you're talking about who comes off the bench and plays with Brunson sometimes, et cetera, or it's that guy that you slide into the starting lineup at the two guard and moved out to the bench. Either way, it's one move. Yeah. To, to me, it's one move.
0: Yeah. Like t- to me, that's why I keep saying to me, the ideal move might be a fantasy because of Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn doesn't like to mess with us, but we we sued we sued the Toronto Raptors and they traded with us. So I don't know what's going to happen. Like anything is possible right now. So mm-hmm. so that's why my my fantasy move is McCall at the two, OG at three, and then a, then we grab a playmaker. Like I don't know. We saw about we talking in the group chat like about Clarkson or whatever. Yeah. I, don't,
2: I don't I don't think uh, I don't think Murray. I, I wouldn't put Murray here again, like high usage again. Um, What he provides we kind of have on the team already is not a big – well, we get 26 points from our shooting guard position today. Yeah. So kind of got to look, look at it like we did with Mitch and um and I Heart, where they just, you know, try to win their minutes. Right. Both Grimes – you got to see a little playmaking from Grimes today too. So you know maybe we get to see a little bit of more of of ba- uh, Grimes' bag, and he's able to show them if 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 you know we don't really need to plug that hole right 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 then and there, um you know free is me so I'm looking at Rofus and I'm <laughs> looking at uh I'm looking at Topic because uh if Precious Precious and that backup role wasn't wasn't very uh it's his first game give him grace yeah but, um yeah. he wasn't very impressive today in that spot. So again, free is me. Why not give it a look?
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Rokas, I, 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 see, I I see somebody say Rokas. I, I think yeah. I do like the idea of of trying Rokas. Bring him over yeah. here.
2: And I, I did want Jordan Clarkson before I saw the uh the post with the NBA University and his field goal percentage at the rim mm. Um
3: is not so it's not very impressive.
0: I I hear you, I hear you. Hold, me, hold on, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan.
3: I no, was I was just gonna say that we felt the same about Dante. And all of a sudden, Dante's finished out the rim. So you never know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're elite, my 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 theory is always if you're elite in one or two other areas and you're bad in another, then it it, it doesn't matter to me. That's how I feel. Like because not everybody's gonna be elite in all three areas. That's just how it goes. But if you're elite or really good in two areas, then you'll be fine. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. Like Dante can't finish, but he's bombing threes.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you know understand.
2: he's pushing they were pushing the pace that's another thing people were saying we needed murray for but i said i was telling them one of my arguments is we might it might not be on a murray's level but we have people who push the pace a lot of times is is it our coach that holds them back from pushing and sometimes julius will slow it down himself you'll see julius go no. to the ball you know and now set coach, it up and tibbs start, wants to run pushing but tibbs wants yeah, to well, run he, he ran today we'll see tibbs he wants ran to run today um because uh, prior, prior to only people again, we saw it more today from everybody, but we had from Josh Hart and Dante, they're looking to push, they're looking to rebound and push the ball up the floor. And that was before the trade, so you know, I was like, What do we really need? That this is a conversation I had in a couple of the Twitter spaces, like, What what can Murray bring to better us right now, like that we, we like significantly that we don't already have on the team at or some you know. Com, com, Capacity Like Capacity
0: Deadass dead I know he wouldn't like this But really I would like him off the bench But I just know That's not gonna happen But I, not- like, I feel like Him being like That guard off The lead guard off the bench Would be perfect for us But I know that's not Going to happen
2: <laughs> But yeah. that to me then, That's
0: uh, the best case scenario Yeah
2: And yeah. the thing with The Hulk fans They saying that He has an issue Guarding Just It don't have to be The, the three But like bigger Just twos Like right. he's better suited At that point guard Position type thing and not so much as the two. Right, right,
0: and okay. So let me get to the super chat because the super chats, there's people in the in the, in the queue. Uh, there's a lot going on today, but I was trying to get let like, the conversation go off. But salute to the chat, salute to Michael Parker who sends a twenty dollars super chat. Appreciate you, my guy. It says Happy New Year, OGs edition is going to boost JB's assist app. Yeah. Average, yeah, that's what I am saying. OG is a low maintenance player who is okay with his role and could care less about being a star. The plus minus tells the story. That's that. Well, time will tell about that. Time will tell about that part right there because he wanted a big role in Toronto, but he really wanted to be in New York. But like, I I wonder if he just wanted to get out of Toronto and he was just t- saying stuff because it's like he, he's saying completely different things about New York than what he was saying in Toronto. Um, so. I'm starting to think like it was a tactic. So I'm starting to believe. But yeah, and then we have, oh, we have Ron, and we have a two super chats. We have Jay Boogie. What else? Jay Boogie sends a $5 super chat. Says shout out to the chat and the KOT. Blessings, health, happiness. Happy Kobe24. Go get me uh, Capelle and Murray. Oh, Cape, Cape, you mean Capella? Is that what you meant? And Murray. That's a solid five with Julius Jalen OG. Mm. I, I like, I mean, Capella's cool. Capella's cool. It's just when Mitch gets back, it's going to be interesting.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all. That's really what it is. When she gets interesting, it gets interesting. We got more to talk about, too, huh?
2: Jay, yeah, can, I, can I? I just wanted to address something because I see Sharon said I was a Randall hater and people confuse disagreement with hater. Never yeah. that. It's constructive criticism, it's always welcome though. I'm going
0: to call it like
1: I see it. Yeah. I wouldn't call it Ebony a Randall hater at all. There's there's plenty of he's examples called, of what a Randall hater looks like on Twitter.
0: He's called me a Randall hater. So like you can't take
1: can't How you, you seriously. How, how
2: you felt about IQ. That's that's hating. That's
0: he's an IQ <laughs> hater. Man. He's exactly. a, definitely an IQ hater. But like oh. I called Randall out for not playing defense, but then I also said this is his best offensive year in his career. Like yeah. I'm just calling it like I see it. Exactly. That's that's not hate. <laughs> I,
3: I I will say this though, Sherwin did make one good point in the chat, which I did like, because because you know talking about that, you know who we're gonna bring in to the starting line, whatever the case may be. And if this player was available, I think this player would be a pretty good fit because he's not a high usage guy. He can shoot the three, etc. He plays defense. It's Trey Murphy from New Orleans. Like I do think that be that would be an excellent fit as well. So he did he did put that in the chat. I want to give him props for yeah. that that's definitely that's definitely a good a good fit right there the only thing is he's not available I, I can't see no they yeah. giving him up like there's that's no the way. only
0: thing <laughs> dog if we had Trey Murphy and OG I wet my, I wet my pants like, that's crazy yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous
3: but they have Herb
2: Jones it might not be it might be a possibility don't they have Herb Jones too over there Yeah.
3: don't they they play like the same yes yeah yeah but, but Herb Jones okay. ain't shooting it like Trey yeah, Murphy yeah there's no if you're Herb gonna have might.
0: a t- between Trey Murphy and Herb Jones like come on <laughs>
2: What I'm saying is they have options. Anything possible?
0: Yeah, they can have options. So they going to choose Trey Murphy.
2: <laughs> What's that with Herb Jones then? Right. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like they got options. If it don't work out, either or, will plug. I think what will we'll work in this system.
1: I hear. You. I think what we're missing is that Chris Middleton, Michael Porter Jr. role. Like we got the Drew Holiday. Or, or the Joker, the facilitator, the passer, and then we have the Giannis, Jamal Murray, Brunson, and Randall. That third guy who might necessarily, not necessarily, has to be high usage or average points, yeah, but efficient and is able to guard twos and threes and hit threes, yeah. And that like you said, I think uh, who just named from New Orleans, Trey Murphy, great example. Uh, Devin Vassell, another great example. Yeah. Those of guys, we didn't want them as championship yeah. this year. That that's yeah. why you know, I like you know,
0: Macau, but even though I know Macau's not coming this year if he did right. get him. But Nobody like I feel knows. like he it's I feel like he can oscillate between being a role player guy and then like mm-hmm. running the second unit for us. Facts. And he won't like disrupt any of, of, of any any flow, you know what I'm saying?
2: Oh said. <laughs>
4: Definitely.
2: I think I think uh another thing this reminds me of not saying we we win in the chip this year before anybody starts putting words in my mouth. You know how that goes. Um <laughs> it it is a uh, is that I would like to see if um yeah, I got about to forget what I'm about to say. Look, talking junk and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this kind of reminds me of this kind of reminds me of when Denver made the trade for Aaron Gordon. That's what they needed. You know, they 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 got rid of a lot of their youth mm. for older people, older role players. You know, they got the Bruce Browns, they got the uh Jeff Green, you know, then they got Aaron Gordon, who can guard, you know multiple positions he right. did grit that toughness so OG kind of that kind of reminds me of, of this trade because we didn't necessarily I was trying to tell the Toronto fans like it fits for us they was like why would we do this I said because it fits like it might not be the shiny deal but we've been getting torched by Tatum's and Anthony Edwards yeah. or, et cetera, et cetera. so if we can plug that hole, we have people to take care of offense. Our defense was the main issue. And I kept explaining it. That's why I had my trade Tibbs up because that's supposed to be his area of expertise. And we didn't look good in that area at all.
0: Right. But that's that's the is, is it it's coach or personnel? You know what I mean? Like you have to find that line, what's what? Is it the coach yeah. or is it personnel?
2: Our and, rotation, our rotation pick and roll defense, though. Right. That that that. That's a little bit of a both, especially if you're allowing those who not playing on that end to keep staying on the floor. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. maybe if you held people accountable when they weren't playing defense, we might see difference of a- That's
0: true. That's true. Well, I I received that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I received that. Uh um shout out to shout out to Ron from Baltimore. He's been patiently waiting in in, in the uh oh. in the queue. Uh I know there was two people waiting and we talked too much, so one person left. That's cool. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna bring Ron in here, but shout out to everybody in the chat so far. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe button. we here after every game talking this basketball and we celebrating OG on the Knicks bringing us that much. Fun. I can't wait to play these other teams on the East now, man. I think the only, I think we just have to get better at guarding stretch, stretch fives. That's the only thing I'm worried about all the, the, the stretch five teams in the league. I still feel like we have not solved that Rubik's cube. Um, and I don't know if it's a switching defense or oscillating between switching and pick and roll or something. But we, that to me, that's our biggest weakness right
2: now. We drop too far. We yeah. drop down too far and we can't recover.
0: Yeah.
1: So that, that's what Tibbs wants. Like that's how he directs the defense is to drop far to protect the paint. And all four good East Conference teams have a stretch five. So we better figure that out quick. Yeah.
0: Not for sure. But yo, I'm bringing Ron from Baltimore in here, so shout out to Ron. Oops, wait, I, I almost did brought him in here. There we go. Yep, there you go. What's going on, Ron from Baltimore? You're now live on the KLT show. What's going on, bro?
5: Hey, salute to y'all. Great show. I was, uh, I'm enjoying listening to the conversation.
0: Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, happy,
5: happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I um. I'm not saying OG Ananobi is Kawhi Leonard. That is not what I'm saying. But doesn't his personality remind you of Kawhi a little bit?
0: Like Mondatone in all business?
5: Yeah. I kind of like that about him. I don't know. I I just, I like guys that just let their action do the talking. And I, I mean, one thing I really like about him, you know, guarding Edwards, guarding Towns, there was one play where he guarded Towns in the post got the rebound, got out in transition. And th- he could have went up for the layup, but he found the open three guy. Mm-hmm. And I think it was swing, swing. For, I think hard hit the three. But I'm not trying to compare and hate on RJ. Everybody's got different skill sets, okay? But that was a play where that sequence right there, I don't think RJ could do. Hey. like that. To, to me, to guard Towns, to then go on a fast break and to hit the open man, to have your – head up the whole time yeah it's not that rj couldn't do it at times but yeah consistently i think this, this guy's gonna gonna give it to us and one thing i noticed about him that i like too is he's strong like he, he, if you give him a good pass close to the basket he can really dunk yeah and finish so uh it was it was all positive i really thought they needed this win um for many reasons to get the momentum and feel back I thought the two fouls on him late were a little weak, but whatever, but Man. to finish the game, I, I just, I just Randall, to me, this was the best I've seen him late in the game, closing Maybe yes. like, anything I can do to keep Randall fresh, get as much defense on the floor, but like, I think it kind of helped him to feel fresh out there. Great so, point, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, that, I just want to say this one last thing, like, I totally agree with you guys. We lost creation. Like, it's a risk. No doubt we got to add that back to the team with another move. But in the meantime, I personally, and I think Tibbs talked about it too, he's the coach, but I'd like to see Hartenstein get more opportunities. We did it a little bit where he got yeah. three assists, Hartenstein. But can, here's my question. Can I get Hartenstein to give me five to six assists a night? I think he's – I'm not saying he's a point guard. I'm not saying he's going to go off the dribble. But I think we need to get every ounce of Hartenstein's passing ability until we make another move. I think that has to be, like, maximized to the fullest with the the cutting. And I just – I hope that Tibbs understand – I think he understands it, but I really hope they actually do that because I think until we get that another move, guys, I'm worried about the the extra creation on the floor. And I think Hartenstein is up for it, but – I got to see us do it. But in any ways, I'm rooting for RJ and IQ. They're not on the team anymore, but they were good Knicks. Yeah, but I do think, guys, this this was the right move. And thank you for your time. Thank you.
0: I appreciate it. Yo, I, yo, he always has great really <laughs> calls, man. Like, he's Robbie on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I have, another, I have another thought that might be controversial. Besides my the besides the, 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 the my uh Dejounte Murray off the bench, <laughs> I got another <enough. laughs> besides my Dejounte Murray <laughs> that won't be controversial enough. Uh, I got more. he uh, <laughs> I might mean, not like this one. Okay. Okay. He made he made the point about shot creation, right? We need definitely more shot creation. I, I, I almost feel like today Brunson was so bad shooting the ball that I feel like I heart would have had more assists if Brunson actually hit the shots he usually makes. So I like usually like I feel like it happened in the reverse. Like I feel like Brunson doesn't get the assists he he might not get because people miss open shots. I think I heart uh probably missed some assists because Brunson was just horrible today, um, shooting the ball. Um but Right now, it might be worth having Mitch be on the bench. It might be worth having Mitch be on the bench. And here's why. And here's why. I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. I know everybody's heard of the the, the spacing. The spacing that I-Heart. <laughs> the spacing that I-Heart has, right? It's, uh it's, it's the spacing, it's the movement off the ball and also the efficiency, the efficiency that we're shooting with right now that we'll see is it's we'll have to I'm going to see how this plays out. I feel like Mitch's biggest asset was is his defense and offensive rebounding and the way he guards the biggest centers right. Um, but I also felt like we, we needed him a lot more because we were breaking so much and he cleaned up a lot of our bricks. If we're not breaking as much then Not that we don't need him, because I still feel like we do need him for like certain matchups, like even the Rudy Gobert matchup today. He would definitely help, even though I heart three blocks today, which is freaking amazing. But I feel like. I heart kind of opens up other parts of the game that we can use, like playmaking, and he still gives us some defense and we can break that glass if he gets into foul trouble because he does get into foul trouble. But if we're not missing as many shots because we're getting cleaner looks and we're getting more efficient, then we can stand to lose a little bit on that and to get the offense going. That's my theory. That's just a thought. Could be wrong. I'm just saying, think about it. (laughs) Gotta
2: start trouble.
4: (laughs) <laughs> i'm
2: trying to let you make it jay go ahead go ahead I mean,
0: give it to me give it to me to <laughs> I
2: mean, let you make it give it to me, uh, me i i dislike very much when people put uh mitch's uh worth just in his uh just you know mainly in his offensive rebounding um he was averaging two blocks two steals as yeah he he's
0: the leading steal guy on the team
2: it, the guy that a lot of people want on this team, he was tied with, with Stills, mm-hmm. Murray, as a center. Okay, um, People don't go at him. They don't try. He can't get blocks like today because they don't try. They mm-hmm. make U-turns. That's an effect. His playmaking looks a little different because when he gets the rebound, he hits people for open threes. That's assist. Mm-hmm. Um, So he does have a little playmaking and assist uh, of his own. And again, they run differently. Uh, the system, they run the offense differently when he's there. So we don't know what's what. But um, no, I'm not putting uh, my defensive superstar on the bench. That is not happening. I know I Heart had a good game, but let's let's pipe it down.
4: <laughs> let's,
2: let's, <laughs> let's simmer down, please. <laughs> it's just a thought. It's
4: just a thought. It's
1: just a thought. I could be wrong, but I'll be right <laughs> what you think lee i wouldn't want to give up the chemistry I iheart has for a lot of those reserves too i think iheart's outlet passing to start the break you see josh hart and deep vincenzo benefit a lot easy two points uh in momentum shifting with him as, as that outlet passer you wouldn't have that with mitch it would be a different dynamic there would probably be some pros and maybe some cons that go along with swapping them but you can't underestimate the offensive rhythms that Mitch helps the team get into uh, with his offensive rebounding and also just his rim presence. I would disagree with Ebony, though, and I told her this. I-Heart's a solid rim protector. And tonight you saw that, stuffing Rui Dobert three times. Love to see it, man. And I, I, as good as i has been, Mitch is just so much better. If they made him more of a lob threat, there's absolutely no way I would ever take him out of a starting lineup. If they started looking for him more, he could become maybe our third most deadliest weapon offensively.
3: Yeah, all right. Um, Well, I do think with the way the team is set up at the moment, without that creator that we need, um, I do think that with Mitch healthy, I heart is probably more suited on the bench at the moment, just for the simple fact that he can at least provide that. He could at least provide a creation with the bench unit. I do feel like with Mitch in the starting lineup, um, the Knicks were able to be locked on even more defensively. Um, the spacing is not as bad anymore with OG and Dante on the floor with Brunson and Randall. So I still think the offense will be able to operate to a certain, you know, efficient level. And, yeah, at the moment, yeah, I, I think – iHeart is probably more needed off the bench just just to provide that creation type of role with that with that bench unit since it's lacking at the moment with quickly being gone. So I still would stick with Mitch starting and iHeart coming off the bench.
0: Okay, okay. Just start starting out
2: there. I want to be starting something. (laughs) Got to be starting
4: something. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yo, I mean he's never coming back after this, you
4: know
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey yo, salute to the chat.
4: Salute to the chat.
0: I had to start some trouble today. I had to start some trouble. All right. <laughs> so, salute to the chat, shout out to the, the two next chicks. Uh oh, we have more women in the we have more women in chat. Oh, what's up? That's that's the homie. Shout that's
2: out the, to Nick's chat.
0: Our the women count is now up to like six. I'm loving it now. I'm loving <laughs> it. We we on our way, that's baby. <laughs> we on our way. We gotta be at least at one percent now. According to the analytics, gotta be at one percent. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mon Star, they Shout out to Gamer Channel, Marshall L Alexander, uh, John Baines, uh, Wilson Dang Everybody else is rocking with the KOT show. If you're loving the conversation, the thought process, all that stuff, hit that like and subscribe and share. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you enjoy Knicks basketball, this is a place to be. We talk low level, high level, mid level, all level of basketball here. So uh, good ideas and bad ideas. All right. We we talk about it all.
2: <laughs> uh, definitely. I just want to, I don't know, uh, real quick, because two Knicks chicks, uh, she has a pod too. So if, yeah, I can check that out too. Her and her, her moms, they there. They know what they're talking about
0: oh we're always oh, is that um yeah
2: i think i know i think i know that yes yes so two two new two, two nicks chicks if y'all can't you can check that check them out too
0: that's what that salute to salute to two next chicks salute to the next chicks i think it's more like the the chef
2: or something
0: am i give that do i have the right person i'm mixing mixing them up
2: who cool. what was it? Is one like a chef or something Yes. Okay. Okay,
4: okay.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, they know these stuff. Salute to y'all. Salute yes, to y'all. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. Um, shoot, I wanted to—is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like I had like a whole list of stuff I want to talk about.
2: And did we, did we talk about Grimes?
0: Yes. There we go. Grimes is on the list. Grimes is on the docket. The promotion. Well, the IQ being out, I love IQ, but he was shooting. He was shooting a lot. Especially this last month, I think he was trying I think he was trying to get his paper. Um, <laughs> uh, Grimes had like when he first when Grimes first got to the bench, he actually got looks with I.Q and Hartenstein on the bench, and then Hartenstein went to the starting unit, IQ and RJ, they weren't really passing, and then for like a week and a half, two weeks, Grimes never really saw the ball again. <laughs> it ended up being like the same problem he was having with the first unit. he started having with the second unit once the Mitch injury happened, but today he got to shoot the ball and he was playing great. Got to the hole was shooting three aggressively and played 20 minutes. Uh, what, what'd you think of the Grimes game?
2: I loved it. I, I loved uh, his approach today. I did. He looked a lot more comfortable. Like uh, they, they weren't going to pull the floor, but under him ASAP, um, he, he, he was uh, he still hesitated a couple times on some shots, but I like that he was putting the ball onto the floor. And how did they not count that shot? I have no idea. How was that not? An yeah,
4: that, I, I, I,
2: I don't I don't know. But yeah, that's the NBA officiating of the Knicks in a nutshell right there. Uh, so, yeah, I just liked it. And he shot a lot of free throws, probably more free throws than he had the whole season today. Um, I I liked his approach, and then get to see a little bit more of his bag. He, he did um, some playmaking that that pass to I Heart was nice. Yeah. I like that. It should have been a flagrant too. Um, that was a dangerous play. He grabbed them and yanked them. Yeah, I Heart
0: know. gets no love either. Maybe because he fouls a lot, they don't want to give him foul
2: calls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I Heart getting they beat always up. think it's him, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I liked his approach today, and I like um I you know they had a. Uh, Josh Hart and sometimes and I thought that he, they could have split up his minutes between Dante and uh, Grimes. Maybe let them share the court a little bit more or split it up. But it kind of just seemed like it was either Grimes or Dante or Grimes or. or yeah. I mean, I Hart or Dante yeah. or, Hart or Grimes. It was never Grimes really and, and Dante a lot sharing the floor. And I I, re, I was looking forward to seeing some some a lot you know seeing that.
0: Me too. I feel like Tibbs. It's just trying to, like, get more rebounds and play more of, like, a bully game and less of a finesse game. I think that's the only reason I can think of because I've noticed that, too. I've been looking forward to seeing Dante and Grimes play together since the beginning of the season. And I feel like it's only happened for, like, a stretch of 15 minutes total, maybe less, maybe, like, five minutes total. Um, But I would, in the fourth quarter when we needed some offense, yeah, I was. I was hoping for a Dante... For for uh, Josh swap at some point,
2: but yeah. yeah, it didn't happen. But you know, Josh had some moments, and then he he you know he he like Clyde always says to a Josh, he'll give it and he'll take it take it away. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was he did well on the boards and on defensive end. Um, mm-hmm. he, he missed it, like a couple of jump shots he had wide open, but. You know, he, he played a decent game. It's just, like, offensively, we needed a little spark because we went, went stagnant a little bit during, a time during that uh, fourth quarter.
0: I agree. But, yeah, I agree. I agree. You guys have anything to add to
2: that?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I've been really happy to hear, no, long, no longer hear the bells ring out in MSG from uh, RJ Barrett, like Quasimodo up there, all the sounds of a clintz and a clintz. <laughs> with all the mysteries, bricking off the side of the backboard. It's, it's nice, and quiet, and serene. It's just nothing but net. So it's like, you know, very little murmurs on the court. Uh, it's a very beautiful symphony coming out of MSG nowadays. And Grimes has been part of that. Shot very high percentage from the field, uh, both overall, and two two or three from uh, the perimeter. I also just like seeing him put the ball on the floor. I know some of that came from him hesitating, actually taking a quick shot Mm -hmm. but it actually reminded me oh wow he's actually got a decent handle i think he positions himself well when he's driving to the basket too, utilizing his body uh i just would i would like to see him post up more Uh, there are some twos at certain times anthony edwards would have been even though he's a solid defender would have been an opportunity for him or mike Connolly on switches to post him up and try to get an easy bucket underneath to get his rhythm going uh i was yeah the full bag the summer league bag we saw that three level Quasi scoring that he was able to show. I want to see more of that unleashed, and that starts with him catching it and shooting it in rhythm when he's wide open, and then putting it on the floor and trying to get more open and opportunities where he can go one-on-one with a weaker defender. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think
3: with Grimes too. Um, not only does you know he get more minutes now with um, this with the shift in lineup and rotation with the trade being made, but also. You, with OG being here as well, and sometimes, like, even t- in today's game, so you saw OG play with the bench unit for a bit. That makes Grimes guard his position. I think with Grimes guarding his position, that's going to make him an even better defender because he doesn't have to worry about guy- guarding guys six, eight, six, nine anymore. He anymore. Guard- he's guarding guys his size now. And knowing that Grimes is already a great defender as it is, that's going to make him even more effective on defense. And I'm hoping that with his new expanded role, he'll be able to pretty much, you know, show what, what he can do on offense because, you know, he's been pretty limited, you know, since his time with the Knicks, you know, probably just, you know, just really relegated to, you know, spot-up shooting and things of that nature. And now with an expanded role, with the openings popping up in the bench unit, you're hoping that, you know, he's able to expand his role more and just show – that he's more than just a spot up shooter and actually, you know, drive to the basket, which he did do, which he did do in today's game, and try to create as well, which he did try to do in this game also. So, I'll, I'll be looking forward to seeing what Grimes does for the rest of the season with this new expanded role. But you know, the first game with the new rotation, you know, it's positive signs. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Having Grimes not have to spend the whole time guarding this guy is great. And yeah, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving all that. It oh man, I almost that, cried. That
2: helps. our help defense too because you've seen it today. You just seen a little sample size today. He was the the hands were very active because they were you know able to stay. Somebody was able to stay in front of their men and they're able to help them. You know, um, just a little show and go today was okay oh and they're God. able to play the passing lanes, deflect the ball. You know, you've seen man. what somebody staying in front of their man looks like. So okay. that that helps.
0: Grimes OG Mitch defense is going to be hell. I oh,
2: felt like a big kid today. That
0: is going to be hell. Oh my God. <laughs> Grimes OG Mitch defense.
4: New like, York Knicks holding players. Don't
2: let me
1: out.
4: <laughs>
0: holding teams
1: and to Randall, five points. Hey. Give Randall credit, man. He was very locked in on defense today. I love the effort from, from Big Jew, not just offensively, defensively as well. He's really strong rebounding, took that Cat matchup very personal. And I don't care. What, I will argue with anybody. Randall over Cat all day. All day. All day. Yep. I love Get his Cat. temperament, man. He plays hard. Cat is so weak and soft. I love the way Randall plays. Yep.
0: Randall, I've, I've had my gripes with him defensively th- this year, for sure. He's cleaned it up to me for the most part for the last two or three weeks, with the exceptions of not running back on defense. Um today, but that didn't happen today, so I don't even want to bring it up no. today.
2: Yeah, he he uh Randall has an issue of staying locked in when he's away from the ball. And that's yeah. on both ends. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, cut Randall. He's like, oh yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> it's too mm-hmm. late. It's too mm-hmm. late. But, but um he definitely, he was doing his thing. He was moving defensively. Uh, He had a sequence where he pushed Cat out. He missed like a hook shot that he was hitting all game, but he missed this one. And then he turned around and I think started a fast break where he was able to get a layup or, or that was that turnaround. I think it was that turnaround shot over Cat. Yeah. Um. So it was either the turnaround or the end one where he, uh, you Know flexed on them at the end over there, so either one, but I, I I, remember that sequence. I was like, That's that's what you know, what I asked for just effort. And um, for him to lock in and take it personal, I you know the connect Kentucky connection probably added to that, but um, he um definitely did uh have a big stop against Cat uh, in that fourth quarter. That the clutch moments,
0: and listen, man, Randall quietness is kept has been. This, like I said, this has been his best offensive year in his career to me, just eye test-wise. The well, way he's bullying people, uh, the passing is proving pretty good. Um, and what's impressive about this year is he's doing it – he's doing it against, like, the biggest competition more so this year than any year before. Like, he's giving it to Giannis in two games in a row. He's giving it to Cat. He's giving it to uh, Anthony Davis. Like, he's, he's beating his – Matchups of the 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 opposing star power forward night to night. Uh, so he's like he's in he's impressed me. He's impressed me this year. And you probably not going to hear this on ESPN because we were the Knicks and he's already been branded like the the guy. So once you're branded the guy, like that's not the star. Too short. Like you're that's just who you are, and they don't see what's happening. But I'm seeing like I'm starting to see the the corner turn. And with OG here and less help coming because, you know, there's more spacing now, it's going to be harder for teams to really key in on Randall and Brunson moving forward. It's oof, oof.
2: Trouble, trouble. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I just, I, I liked what I saw from Randall. I really did. Um, that's why I, I used to get so angry about the Royce O'Neills being able to hold him. I could never understand that. Me, um, Randall has always been like his best, has always been what he's doing now. That's mid-range bully. He's so strong. Use that to your advantage, you know. Um, and, and to see him do it and do it so efficient. That that turnaround, that was yeah. he did it. It was, it was fast too. It was no thinking about it. The the he, thing he didn't play with the ball pause, he just you know went straight into his move.
0: The the thing is, I felt like he was never. I feel like he was never able to control the, the how much power he used, and he used to get a lot of a lot of offensive fouls. I think that's the big been his biggest problems. Like he would try to bully people and just get offensive fouls all the time. But I think he's found the balance where he doesn't get that now, and it's working. He's getting to the line more so than not getting a foul. And usually, I just pinned a new link to the chat, so hopefully that works for you. Click that link if you want to talk, and then we'll we'll close out the show with Ooh picks, bro picks. If you guys have any. I yeah,
3: also want to throw in my two cents right quick. I do got to big up Julius Randle this game, just for a simple fact that this was this was a game where, Jalen Brunson didn't have it tonight. He was struggling. He couldn't hit a shot, and Julius Randle seeing that stepped up in the fourth quarter, especially late in the game, hit some big shots, especially that big and one. Yeah. Pretty much to pretty much seal the deal for the Knicks. And you know the you you know the knock against Julius Randle always been he's not clutch when it comes to late game situations. He's not, he doesn't make the right decisions. He's not able to make shots. And tonight he showed us something different, actually helping to help, helping propel the team to the win tonight. So you definitely got to big up Julius Randall for that because he definitely showed up when the Knicks needed him against this tough Minnesota team. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. I, I'm hoping people start to realize that Randall is not the same Randle from last year. Uh, I always get the last caller in there and then let's watch this Raptors game because I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm getting played by plays in the chat. I right, can hit a three.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> salute, salute to to user. You're now live on the KOT show. Can you hear us?
6: Yeah, I can hear you. Kind of uh, muffled, but I can hear you. Oh,
0: you, you muffled? Interesting. Oh, okay, I don't know why, but we can't hear you loud and clear.
6: All right. Well, let me just talk then. Um, first, let me say what's up to the chat um my name is Joe from Atlantic City
0: It's calling Joe? Joe right. um,
6: today I, I'm gonna be honest I didn't really catch too much of the game but I saw a little bit of it and um with uh, the new trade acquisition and Anobi I saw I saw him get really active I saw him get like you know he's kind of fits like a glove in this offense in terms of like the way that he plays like in terms of like uh I feel like in terms of his play style, he meshes well with us, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I saw a play with Dante uh, DiVincenzo. He was uh, driving to the basket, right? And in a situation where, like, RJ or Quickly would just kind of be standing there at the three-point line, not doing anything, I feel like Enobi will take the initiative to, like, drive to the basket so he can get that handoff and, like... Just little stuff like that, you know? And right. I wasn't watching the game for that long today, and I saw that little part, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know how I feel, like, totally about the trade. We should have never let Quickly go. We should have figured something out to keep him, honestly. Quickly was, like, my favorite player <laughs> on the team. So I was, like, really upset about that. But um, I don't know, man. But with this new guy, I mean, he seems like he has promise for our team to help us like move forward. Like I always saw our team as like a top four in the East, and mm-hmm. so now we're kind of like looking like a playing team, like nine ten. So eh. I don't know, man. Maybe if we could like
0: we just beat the uh, we just
4: beat the Bulls, dude.
0: <laughs> you beat a contender. That I should mean, yeah, that we, should we, say we something. So,
4: so, yeah. Just, you, you we just beat the
0: Timberwolves and we beat the Suns. Yeah, I know, I know. No, the Suns and the what? Timberwolves are not the same, my brother.
4: <laughs> we oh, beat the Timberwolves. Yeah. they number one in the West. Oh, yeah,
6: the, Suns, the Suns are kind of, I don't know. But anyway, it's hard to hear from me. Uh, it's kind of hard to hear you, Joe. you really muffled, so I'm going to oh, let you go. Okay. Right, thanks for letting me call
3: in.
0: All right, appreciate you. All right, man don't know why I'm muffled, but...
3: <laughs> but, but yeah, Sons and Timberwolves are not the
0: same. Sons and Timberwolves are not the same. Like, you They're beat a contender the and you were up by 22? Yep. You got to raise That's your eyebrow and go, wait a minute, there's something here. Regardless that of second, yeah, who's second. traded or not. Like, yeah. this is... Like, you need to... <laughs> this. You could be on to something right now.
2: And if that second quarter didn't have a, make you have a big smile and imagine what if
3: like okay right.
2: like give you give you some hope for the future because that was beautiful basketball
3: yeah
2: the the, the ball was swinging two three times for uh around the perimeter
4: right you know? so
2: <laughs> it's uh and then we were locking up on the other end so yeah they they were real stingy in that quarter it was beautiful basketball
0: beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my yeah my brother we i don't know man i think you got it backwards i IQ was my second best player, favorite player as well. I did not want him to go. Um, When I'm reading all the reports, though, it seems like the writing was on the wall since the summer, which makes the the, the Dante DiVincenzo deal in the summer make even more sense. Like it was always he was always going to go. They just wanted to wait for the right time and the right deal to come along to move him because they was they were they weren't going to pay him twenty five million dollars a year.
2: Before we get to the brunt picking, everybody can watch uh RJ. I just wanted to shout out somebody too, because you know, I, I gave him grief sometime about his passing. So I gotta shout out uh Brunson for his uh his uh being a captain today. There you go. Very uh, true. Stirring that <laughs> ship. So, so Captain Brunson, we can't see it, Captain Potato Head. We <laughs> you know, you know, we, we stir, we uh captain of the ship. I appreciated it. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I got all the props. They go there. He go
4: on and right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's Brunson today.
2: Y'all. All right. Hi right, Cap. All right.
1: <laughs> I agree, Ebony, and I liked that in the fourth quarter. He finally stopped checking threes too. Yeah, it, it, it took yes, to the fourth quarter, it. but at least in the fourth quarter, he realized, "Damn, we're only up by four. It's time I'm for doing two it, yeah,
0: minutes. yeah, do something else." Then he started yeah, m- missing exactly. the twos. Then I was like, "Give it." I found myself going, give it to Randall. I was like, what, was that me?"
1: <laughs> Jay Ellis, Jay was Ellis. <laughs> Randall was closing, baby. He was closing. <laughs> yeah, he was closing, Lee. He was closing, yo, man. Me, see more of it, yo, yo. Lee
0: and I had have, like this epic, freaking argument about Julius Randall being a closer or not, man. If he does this all the time, man, I'll give him. I'll give him that gladly. I'll give him that. Yes. But like, I'm more confident in him being a closer this year than any other year, just because. I feel like he found his niche. You know what I mean? So I think I'm hoping it's sustainable, but it's, it's looking like it might it could be. I'm, I'm 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 yeah. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with what I'm seeing.
1: This is gonna sound kind of goofy, but I I said this then, I'm gonna repeat it now. He's always done everything else but score in a clutch moment. Right. He's always offensive boards, set a good screen, rebound, pass the ball. It's just he hasn't hit the shot. Yeah. Today, he hit the shot. And I hope it continues, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: like to me, it was he didn't hit the shot, and then he had key turnovers oh, in the man. final in the man, final moments. So, like those man. were the things to me that made me lie. go, "I don't <laughs> see him that way."
1: <laughs> you know, I understand.
0: But um, today, yeah, no, nah, he earned that joint. He earned that more of that, please. All right, all right, let's get to it. I, I think I want one, one day we'll go, we'll have to do like a, a backup point guard type of list um that we that might maybe i maybe i and do like a deep dive of that we might have yeah to get into that so we, we talk about it behind the scenes we talked about jordan clarkson's and
1: jordan clarkson terry's yeah, kid, and, scary
0: terry's and whatever other ideas we had but we have to do a show about that but yeah um let's get to it though Are you any who picks bro picks anybody
3: yeah i got a bro pick i do too bro right. a major, major bro pick
0: oh i know i got it i'm sorry I got a bro too, but you might say it first because Brian... I
3: doesn't. know, he might say the same. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Bro- yeah, so um, as you know, there's many Knicks, you know, creators out there that, um, content creators that, you know, make great content and, you know, very knowledgeable about the Knicks and, and they show their passion about the Knicks and everything, but, you know, sometimes some people might take it a bit too far In their passion for the Knicks. And sometimes it goes past basketball and it becomes personal. Look, R.J. Barrett, was he the perfect player here for the Knicks? No, he had his flaws. But at the end of the day, he tried his hardest on the court. You can never deny that man's effort when he played on the court for the Knicks. He tried his best for the Knicks. He loved being here in New York. He was the consummate professional, Never uh, never in trouble off the court. Worked hard while he was here in New York. And this guy, Mack, we have to come on talking his trash about RJ, which was so unnecessary, so classless. And I usually don't do this, but I have to take a page out of Lee's book. He's a bum for that. Straight bum. Bruh. Bruh. I
2: second that notion. What he just said, definitely, um... It's okay to wish people well. let's 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 respect the game of basketball, make it greater than your opinion or take. You know, um because that's basically what it is. A lot of people might have gave them flack or something for for being, you know, RJ RJ fan or RJ stands, you know, taking up for their player. But yeah, just send people off and, you know, wish them well. That's, that's free. Like why why the why the extras? There's no need for that. They, they, these people are still people. Like they did nothing to you, but play a game of basketball. So, so to so any ill will to me, I can't under, I can't understand it.
1: I'm gonna uh, get my brother pick and it's gonna lead into a New Year's resolution. Uh, preamble: uh, All views expressed do not in any way represent J. Ellis or the, the Time Show. This is just mm-hmm. Leah Estabbio speaking here. Uh hundred percent, agree, Ryan G. Uh, Jonathan Macker is an effing bum. Uh, I would love to debate him any time of day. I've always thought he was an overrated, overinflated, um, constipated uh, content creator on YouTube. Uh, I think the platform that he has has not been earned in terms of the exposure and opportunities that he gets. And I think every one of those opportunities should have been given to some of the more longstanding people who create their base in the absolute deep, rich soil up. Uh, which is why in the year 2024, I'm going to do everything that I can in my power using all of my connections, the Distant to Time show in front of the most people we possibly can to impact the most lives and all three of y'all to get more opportunities to speak your piece and be on camera uh, on all of these shows that he has been occupying uh, for a long time. I think all three of y'all deserve it even more. Uh, It was really disrespectful, I thought, to bring his parents into a situation and to critique the supposed unfounded, unsubstantiated media training. I don't know where he got that, that his parents have ever given him that. Um, and to, to, to get the, the, the double talk around the articulation um, of him being able to express himself. And then the very obtuse reference to Obama as someone who's articulate and then to reference him in the argument really made him look at the horse's ass. And I think he deserves to, he needs to have an apology, not to me, to the show or even to RJ bear, but to his own fans, for not being able to face the facts on his own social media channels and have a video and be just being like my bad, y'all like, Hey, I like I have done on this show, like JLS has done, like all of us have done when we have a bad take, we say something that's a little bit like ridiculous. I'm very guilty of it. Just say my bad went too far. He should have done that. And I think his fans, people who support him through and through that I've been fighting all of his, and in- I've, I've had his interns in my DMS and in my, in, in my mentions all damn day battling his interns. Um, I think they deserve to hear him stand up for his take or apologize for even saying something so asinine that I found deeply offensive on many levels. Definitely. I I got another uh, broad take
2: to rep it. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me just air this out. Go ahead. Do your thing.
0: Let me just air this out real quick. Cause that was a lot. Took me off guard. All right. (laughs) Um, Listen, man, I thought it was weird, too. Am not going to hold you? I thought it was weird. It just is what it is. Me personally, I try to stay out of the, the podcast, the podcast. Beef, because I already know how I already know what this does. And I already know what the snowball effect of this happening right now is going to be. So I'm just letting you guys know, be prepared twitter is like the schoolyard (laughs) so you said that we said that here on this platform it's gonna get back it's gonna be a back and forth be prepared for that just letting you guys know right now but everybody has the way to feel how you feel i personally felt like it was weird of him to go that route but hey that's his prerogative his people, this, his followers, are going to react the way they did, and they they spoke. Uh, so it is what it is. Respect to that dude. I don't agree with it, but hey, it's your platform. If if you piss off your fan base or your followers, they'll tell you, and they told
3: them. That's that's just that's just what it is. What it
0: is. All
3: right. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean. You know, we I, we will be prepared for it, but I mean it's basically what me and Lee said. So me and Lee will take the brunt force of it, if anything. Yes, please.
2: I, I don't mind. All right. I, well
0: I I'm not gonna leave y'all guys out to, to pastor either, because that's just not how I roll.
4: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay. But I'm just saying,
0: I do agree with you. Then expect all this to happen, but also be prepared.
2: All right, I'm rich. I'm rich, <laughs> but uh, I, I got a a drug pick. I just told you I ain't ducking no smoke. We just said that. Uh, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> um, I have a bru pick. Uh, definitely, it's a uh, the the referees for today. It was the 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 non call, non flagrant, or look even look at it mm-hmm. for iHeart. heart. It was the non n one for Grimes, and it also was that bogus six foul on og that yeah. was that was crazy and i guess uh chris finch seen, seen how the the game was being officiated because remember they was asking well he's taking out he's taking out cat that's a little mind boggling that's why he was like yeah not filing out cats yeah yeah I and
0: mean, <laughs> they
2: were they were they were uh yeah everybody had five fouls it seems like
0: yeah i definitely peeped that I definitely did peep that for sure
2: so, yeah, yeah. That, that's my bro pick. I normally don't bother. Well, yeah, know Yo. because you have to. They can't change the direction of games. I don't care what nobody says. They
0: can't. Yeah. And I got another bro pick. What is that? And I actually like this player. He had a good game today. Well, he had an okay game today, but even when his bad game's happening, he still had a good game. Dante DiVincenzo, man. Dante.
4: Yeah. Dante.
0: <laughs> Dante. Three point extraordinaire. Flamethrower. Played very well, but he had a chance. He had a chance to, to be on ESPN, did it, did it, with a highlight dunk. Goes up in the air, tries to cock it back, but the ball falls out of his hands, and he has a turnover on a wide open layup. Bruh. Great game, great game. Well of player player did well, but not He, he
2: pushed
3: the pace today. He,
0: he pushed to the things. pace. A lot he of good things happened pace. today. We still got the win. <laughs> he pushed the pace.
3: Hits three. Luckily, luckily, he did enough in that game for us to even just like he did enough for us to let's look over that one little incident. Like he did enough in this game where it's like you know what that just that was a small incident, but still like you go up you. Try to dunk you. Miss the dunk, You catch the. And you catch the ball. You catch your own miss, and all of a sudden it's a turnover. Like, yeah, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, in the full. He might. He might have an appearance on Shaq, then. He
4: might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for
0: sure. For
2: sure. But he did his his movement without the ball and with the ball. That you know he's willing to pass and move the ball doesn't stick in his hand. And yeah, his uh, he just cuts him and Josh Hart always cut at the right times. It seems.
0: Yeah. Do very well off ball. Do very well on ball. Well
2: yes. uh, Emergency exit number two.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
4: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Bruh. All right.
0: Um, I think I think that's all. Great mm-hmm. that, win. Great win. Great win. What is the next game?
3: Wednesday. Bowls. Okay. Another dub. Let's
4: get it.
1: Um. Andre Drummond.
4: <laughs>
0: is we this the Zach the Levine tryout stop? This is is <laughs> oh, this yeah. the Zach Levine
2: tryout game? Is he playing oh. back or they still uh they still trying to
4: say he's injured? So
2: basically trade management.
0: Yeah, yeah, trade management for sure. <laughs> trade <laughs> <The> management <laughs> for sure, yo. I'm and I'm joking on the Zach Levine trial. I don't think that's happening. I don't no. think that's happening. <laughs> I'm joking, that's guys. Not- don't don't cancel me. I, I'm just joking. All right, that
2: that ship has sailed. Yeah, the ship has sailed
0: (laughs) for sure. But that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hit that like and subscribe if you do. And we will be here talking Knicks versus Bulls. All right, cool. Uh, Let us let us know where you can find you guys. Uh,
2: Okay, Ebony, aka Man Nick Fan, you can find me here every post game. You can find me pregame on uh X, Twitter, whatever you like to call it. Uh your techniques. Um and yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. I got some st- so so that that's it. But yeah, that, that's that's it. That's that's my handles. All
0: right. Lee, let me know if you can find you, sir.
1: On Twitter at underscore Lee Escobedo, L E E E S C O B E D O, or just search in the bar, hashtag bum. You'll see one of my back, back and forth threads pop up on your search bar. Book club day. Today I'm taking it back to the hoops. I'm reading West by West, uh, the memoir of Jerry West, the great Lakers shooting guard. Really fascinating take. You learn a lot about his uh, very abusive father and very rough, poor upbringing, as well as his battle with alcoholism. Uh really fantastic. Love love the book, love it so far. And he's a great mind. He's been a part of a behind the scenes and a lot of great dynasties in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Told you I was joining your book club. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> How come I can't
2: ever do this right? There we go. I just started it though. I did.
3: Book club. On, you,
1: baby.
0: Oh there. Ryan G. I don't know what you find, you sir.
3: Yeah, before I um, say my socials, see, on the Nigger Time show, we are very well versed in not just basketball, but also books and other things as well. So, you know, that's why you need to come subscribe to the show and watch it, you know, support us because, you know, we give you all we we are what you call. We we just have a wide selection of things that we're interested in, wide selection of hobbies, etc. It's not just basketball. We give y'all books to read and things of that nature as well. But okay, um Twitter, Ryan G K O T, um Instagram, G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G-H-I-L-L-I-N. <laughs> All right.
4: All
0: right. Well, that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. We are out of here and as always Shout out the wide west Everywhere we go we leave a worldwide mess It's a mess out here in these nicks YouTube and Twitter streets and it's not it's even more true today That's our show we are out of here Peace
4: city <laughs> I'm coming, 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 coming straight out. New, out, York, New York, York, New York, big city of dreams. M-M-M-M-M-Y-C.